0: This isn't about a job, this is about a lifestyle, a lifestyle you willingly raised your hand for, a lifestyle in which you must be willing to sacrifice for. Don't look for safe spaces, you won't find them. Buckle up, you're in for a bumpy ride. This is the Unsalted Leather Podcast. back. took a few weeks off, a few more weeks than I wanted to take off, but it was really just out of pure laziness. I won't make an excuse. I was just being lazy. I had what I wanted to record and I kept pushing it off. Well, this morning I woke up and I said, today I will record my podcast. And it's now 7.45 at night and I'm finally getting to it, but hey, I'm getting it done in the day I told myself I would do it. So today, today I want to talk about training. It's probably a sensitive subject with some people, and it's going to be an interesting subject with some other people. So if you want to listen and discuss training, buckle up, sit down, give me 20, 25 minutes, and let me know what you think. Okay, send me an email, theunsaltedleather at gmail.com. Message me on Instagram, or half the people listening see me. Talk to me. Give me a holler. Let me know what's going on. So Thomas Jefferson once said, Do you want to know who you are? Don't ask, act. Action will delineate and define you. In the fire service, training... Will delineate and define you. If you are known as an individual who loves to train, you'll probably be viewed as an asshole by some. But hey, so be it. You know, every pot has some of the pisses in it. But by many, you will be viewed as a go-to person, someone they can trust, someone they can count on, no matter what scenario is presented. That's who I want to be. You be who you want to be. But I personally think being someone that others can depend on and go to, knowing that you're a knowledgeable source, is pretty fucking awesome. So what do you train for? You train to better yourself? You train to learn more about different, more efficient and effective ways? I train to definitely better myself. Hands down, that's probably the number one reason I train. I'll put that out there right now. I want to be the best I can be. I promise myself that I will always remain a student of the fire service. I will always attempt to master my craft, but I will remain cognizant of the fact that there is someone out there doing it better than me, doing it more effective, more efficient, just doing it better. And that right there drives me to train. Drives me to push and become a better firefighter. It also allows me to step outside of my comfort zone. There's a lot of trainings that I have taken that are rare occasions where I work. But that doesn't mean they're not useful. Because a couple of the trainings I have taken, we have had one or two calls where the trainings that I have done have allowed me to directly affect the outcome of that situation. That is a badass feeling. Take the training. Bring it back to the fire service or the fire department you work in and teach. It will instill the points that you have learned. It will allow others to see where you're coming from. And you may even take the training and progress on it. You may develop more tactics out of it. And you may take the training... And the training may not be applied directly to your fire service, but you're you're able to adapt it and make it applicable to your specific job, your specific city, town, fire district, wherever the hell you work. So stepping outside of your comfort zone, I recently just took confined space. And I went into confined space knowing that I don't like confined spaces. But that didn't stop me from taking it. I took it knowing that one day I may be called upon... To go into that situation. And more likely than not, it's probably going to be me going into the hole. I'm like 5'7 on a good day, and I clock in at like a buck 80. So I'm not necessarily what you would call a big guy, and I know that, whatever. So we go to confined space, and I expected to really find my limit within the first, you know, two or three days. I didn't expect to find my limit on the first afternoon, but I did. I was crawling down a hole, and it was a cement, you know, whatever, plumbing hole, tube, cement tube. And I'm crawling down. I had an hour bottle on. We hadn't moved on to supplied air yet. I'm crawling down, got my helmet on, and I go to look up. I can't look up. My helmet hits the hour bottle. I'm like, ah, son of a bitch. You know what? I'll stand up. I'll be able to correct this. I go to stand up. I move an inch. My hour bottle hits the top of the tube. Shit. That's not supposed to happen. I go to look up again. Can't look up. Go to stand up. And I did that probably like 300 times in a course of 15 seconds. So you can imagine what I looked like. I looked like a ping pong ball. So I gathered my thoughts and I thought, well, you know what? I'm like two feet from the exit of this tube. I'll back my ass out, gather my thoughts, and go back in. So I shuffled my skinny little ass out, readjusted my pack, crawled back in the tube, and the same exact thing happened. And now this time I realized... I can't back back out. I have to accept what is happening and I have to move forward. So I knew because I looked in the tube before I went in that the entrance was the exit. Pardon me. The exit is about 30 feet down. So I got 29 feet and 10 more inches to go before I can finally gather my thoughts. So I said, hey, all right, let's go for it. Kept crawling, 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 got to the end. And by the time I got to the end, I had relaxed, I had calmed down, I had controlled my breathing, and I had realized that I found my limit. And it was pretty embarrassing that I found it on the first day, but I found my limit, pushed past it, and the rest of the week I had no problems. Whether it was in a hole on supplied air where I was using my fingertips and my toes to move forward, or I was crawling over different boundaries that the sadistic individuals had placed in the tubes down there, but I got through it, no problem. I didn't have any more little freakouts. And I realized that was a big thing for me to take away from that training is that I found my limit and I was able to accept it, overcome it, and move forward. I didn't find my limit and say, yeah, the hell with this. I'm going home. This class isn't for me. No, 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 no. Okay? Because if I get called to a fire scene and I'm the smallest guy in my shift and they say, Ryan, there's an individual down in that hole, you're trained on confined space We have a tech team coming in. You're going to be the guy going in the hole. What am I going to say? No. Screw that guy. I ain't going in the hole. I don't like holes. No, no, no. This is what I signed up for. This is the fire department. And there are many aspects of the fire department that will make you uncomfortable. But unless you train, you will not find them. You will find them when it's too late. And then you, those around you, and possibly the individual you are trying to save are going to have negative results from your failure to train. So really what I'm trying to say is the training ground is a great place to fail because you learn from it. Yes, we fail on the fire ground as well, but a lot of those failures we can prevent by training. Once you train... Bring it back. Don't just go back and say, that class was great. You got to take it. Which, yes, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Bringing back classes and saying, this is a great class. You have to take it. I had a a chance to take a RIT class the first time it came to my area. And I went back and I told everyone, I said, that is the most intense class I have ever taken. And it was. But get your ass to it next time it comes and take it. And plenty of people went. A good amount of my job has gone to that class and multiple times it has come back. And a good percentage of them have really enjoyed it. Some of them bitched and complained to it, but whatever, that's their own prerogative. Bring it back, recommend them take it, but then try to teach what you learned and it will reinforce the learning portion for you. If you can teach what you learned at a class, you may actually be able to adapt it to your specific district and make it more applicable for where you work. So therefore, you will be bettering the fire department you work for. Bettering the fire service through training. Hmm, it's a novel idea. Also, going to a training doesn't mean that it has to be something new. It can be something that you feel you are very well versed in. But, don't bring a cocky attitude with you. Don't go to a training not expecting to learn something. Go to a training expecting to learn something. You may think you know it all, but there is someone out there doing it better than you, doing it more effective, more efficient than you, and you can learn from that, and you can develop your skills to be just as good. Remain a student, and always try to master your craft. The one class you go to with your ignorant attitude saying that I know everything may be one of the most important classes where something that could have benefited you that may save your life down the road, you passed over because you said, I know this, I know this already, and you were too busy texting on your phone, checking your Facebook, or playing jokes with your fellow Classmates, and you missed a very important thing. Go to the class. Learn. Maybe you don't learn anything, but maybe you do. That is really important. Going to training also builds confidence. It builds confidence in your skills, but really what I think is more important is it builds confidence in you from others. The others you work with may realize, hey, you know, Ryan went to this class. I heard him talk about it. He taught us about it. He's probably a source to go to for this. That is refreshing. It is for me. If it isn't for you, yeah, tough shit. That's refreshing for me. Having confidence from others around you is awesome. It is really a cool thing. Because when you're on scene and shit's going south and everyone's scrambling and you're calm because you know what you're doing, others will flock to you. They may not flock to you in the station when you come back and you're trying to teach something to them because you're pulling them out of the recliner and they have to put the Sour Patch kids down. But trust me, when you're on the fire scene, they're going to flock to you. And that's where it matters. When it's life or death, that's where it matters. Speaking of life or death, I'm going to do a little side note. This morning I woke up, I saw the Boston Herald, and I saw that cover photo. And fuck, was that awesome. That is what the fire service is. Firefighter climbing up the ladder, and the mother handing her child down to the firefighter with smoke billowing up behind her. That shows the trust that we have as firefighters. That shows what it's about. The residents of Boston trust their firefighters with everything, including handing their newborn down, or not newborn, he was a child, handing their child down to the firefighter, knowing that he is going to save that child. And the mother damn well knowing that she may not make it out, but her child will because that Boston firefighter is there to protect him. Boston gets it. Just like plenty of other departments. So don't tell me that I'm on Boston's, you know, fame train. I always have been. Boston gets it. Make sure you train for the right reasons. Don't train just because you may get compensated or you may get comp time or you can take time off. Train because you want to better yourself. Nothing irritates me more than people who go to training and are only doing it for the comp time. Oh, if I take this 40-hour training, I will get 60 hours comp time. Okay, good. Good for you. That's great. If that's what you're doing it for, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Disagree with me or not, you should be training to better yourself and better those around you. Training allows you to have pride in your job, in your department. Because other departments that may work with yours are going to see, wow, these firefighters are really good. And your department will be known as a good fire department. Not as a fire department that, oh shit, they're coming? Oh God. They suck. No, no, no. I want to be part of the fire department that people know are coming and they go, all right. hey, they're coming. They're a bunch of workers. And that's the department I'm part of right now. And I could not be more proud to say that. People know that when we show up, we're the not fucking around crew. We are well-versed in our craft. And I am surrounded by firefighters who train for the right reasons. That is something that I am proud of being surrounded by brothers who get it have pride in your job that's what it comes down to all these little things I talk about all come back to having pride in your job if you have pride in your job the brotherhood's not going to die if you have pride in your job that training you go to is going to be more enjoyable because those around you are going to see oh he comes from that job oh yeah He's not fucking around. Instead of going to a training and they say, no, he comes from that job? Oh, Jesus. They suck. I hope they never come to our city. No. That's not what I want. I want to be known as a not fucking around crew guy. That sounds really weird, but that's, that's what I like. To know that when my crew shows up, we're getting the job done. If we have to go inside and get a little hot to put the fire out, that's what we do because we trained on how to effectively do that. If we get assigned to a RIT company, the individuals on the line inside know, oh, they're on the RIT crew. I don't got anything to worry about. That is fucking awesome. Have pride in your job. Get your ass out of the recliner. Go do a little bit of training. That's all it takes. To build pride in your job and confidence in yourself, your crew, and have confidence built from others around you in yourself and your crew. Train for the right reasons. Train for yourself. Train for your brothers and sisters. Train for the peoples who depend on you to save their lives when they need it. Get out there. Do a little training. Until we meet again, Stay unsalted.